What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Uncensored Podcast. I'm your host, Carter Haas, here with your co-host, Adam Wickle. And we are here with some very special guests, some newly crowned state champions. Boy Kinnear, J.C. Wilson, Luke Sasser, Gabe Nunez, Brady McEnany. And we're going to talk about their journey to state this year and all the obstacles they had to overcome and just stuff like that. So we're going to get into it first with Mr. Sasser. So, Luke... Your junior year, you were running back, but this year you made the switch over to wide receiver. What was it like making that switch, and what were like some big differences and obstacles you had to overcome making that switch? Um, I'd say the biggest obstacle was the difference in blocking. There's a lot different blocking from running back to wide receiver. I still caught the ball out of the backfield a lot last year, so that aspect of it would change. And just the pace of the game changed at receiver. Mm-hmm. So, like, what were your thoughts when, like, Zane took over at quarterback and you weren't going to have – and Hepner wasn't throwing to you anymore and that whole change happened? Oh, Zane practiced with us all summer, so we got a good feel for it pretty early on. And we all had a lot of confidence in him and he was a dog, so. What was the, your biggest challenge this season for you? Love to hear it. So, how did Mark affect you on and off the field? <laughs> uh, Mark's my boy. He inspired me. I put, all, I put my heart up for Mark. Did it all along for him. Mm-hmm. So, like, how have like past teammates and like past teams just made you better as a player to like get you ready for your senior year? Uh, they had good leadership. Showed us how to act. Showed us what to do. Uh, and just model our game after them and carry on the legacy at Trinity. Mm-hmm. And last question for you: What does it mean to keep it lemon, and how do you use that as your everyday like lifestyle? Uh, if you know, you know. You gotta keep it lemon, spread the lemon. All right, we're going to Mingus. So, uh, who's a teammate from like past teams that's left a real big impact on you? Uh, I'd say probably Cole Wickler. Last year he was like a leader, and he was the one that always made us go. That's how he was in the lacrosse game. He's a Cole's a good guy. Uh, so what was what was like probably your most important lesson you got out of Trinity and Trinity football? Uh, well, walking into Trinity after the first our freshman year, the senior team dominated. So I was thinking like, oh, we're Trinity, we're gonna run over everybody. But we learned real quick that it's not just gonna be handed to us. We have to work for it. And then uh, so. Obviously, it's your senior year, done with high school football. What's the what's the college looking like? Uh, probably just going to go to Kentucky. Just going to Kentucky? You know, all right. So, uh, going to that Frederick Douglass game, one hell of a game, good win. Uh, that high pressure, like that fourth down against Frederick Douglass, what's kind of going through your mind? How are you thinking? Like, how are you handling those situations? Uh, I was pretty confident. I mean, we've been in those positions all year long. We play good teams every week, so. But on the fourth down, I'd say, I mean, we just pushed them back 15 yards, so all, all we could do was just not let them score. Mm-hmm. So now we're going to go over to Mr. McEnany, the two-time state champion. So, you know, 
What was the biggest difference between the 2020 team and this year's team? Well, the 2020 team, I mean, I was just long snapping at that time. I was really nervous, you know, youngest guy on the team. So I didn't really talk much and everything. I wasn't, I didn't have a huge role versus senior year where I was playing defense too. So kind of had a bit of a bigger role and had to step up and lead a lot more. And it just meant a lot more to win that one versus the freshman year one. So what was your like your favorite game you ever played in, like throughout your career? Favorite game, probably junior year versus Center Grove at home. That was an electric game. Obviously, they were on their they were on their thirty game win streak, and nobody really gave us a chance to win that game. But we just went out there and battled all game and ended up getting it done in overtime. So you know you're you're two and three. You just lost to Mail, and then you're going into Pride Week against Saint X. How did you use that game as like a turning point? to go on the 10-game win streak and really change the season around? Well, we finished the game at Mail Strong. Very slow start. We're getting killed. And then offense starts coming together. Defense starts making some stops, blocking punts. Everything started to click, but we just couldn't quite finish it. And I think everybody was looking around very mad at how we played that game because we could have played, played the whole game like we did at the end, but we didn't. And what better way to start a win streak than against your rival at Cardinal Stadium? So I think we were very motivated for that game. So how did it make you feel that your position group led six A in sacks and interceptions? Uh, it's really it's really good to see because I know everybody came to practice hungry every week because we wanted to go out and win the ring and nobody was goofing off. We were having fun, but we were still working hard. And I know everybody everybody played a role in the sacks. Every D lineman, every linebacker. Even some safeties when they weren't whipping, same <laughs> So, um, Coach Fox, he actually went to KHSAA with the math formula for the RPI and found an error that they made, which helped move us up in the RPI rankings. What does that like show about Coach Fox for you as like a leader and a coach? Coach Fox has been my guy ever since I met him sophomore year. And- I know he would do anything. He would do anything for us. We'd do anything for him. And he really wanted us to win, especially because we hadn't won the past two years. And he did not want this senior class to go out without one. So I think he was really motivated this year, watching extra film, doing whatever he can, pointing things out to make sure we were ready for every single game. I'm going on to JC now. So uh, going into the season, what were your expectations for yourself? Um, I'll say I thought it was gonna, during the summer, uh, me and Brady, we did a lot of both, like going both ways. Um, and I just kind of ended up being the, the lone guy going both ways. But I expected myself to, to kind of start, and I got a little bit complacent, I'd say. Didn't start the first 10 games of the season. Um, still played my role, still did my part. But I mean, I expected a lot out of myself, but there was a lot of adversity and stuff I had to go through. I know we talked about this a little bit before. Uh, so one of your guys' teammates uh, wasn't able to uh, be on the team the whole year. So what was what was that like, getting that news and kind of figuring out you're going to have to step up and take that role? Um, it wasn't – I mean, it was kind of a shock. It was, it was obviously kind of like, we're this deep. Why, why are you doing that now? Especially, you know, just the situation that kind of happened yeah. and why and – but I had uh, I'd been with practicing outside linebacker all June, 
it was just more just you got to get back into it and it's playoffs now just got to step up and take that role I right, know we gotta I will you know what's seven way dude <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know I, I just switched my number and I just put way at the end of it and I just started <laughs> posting on my spam story and it just kind of stuck and I just like and I switched my number because like my, my uncle he uh he has a lot of like receiving records in Virginia and stuff, and he wore seven. And I said, "Look, school." So, <laughs> so yeah, no. So next year, I mean, we're losing a lot of seniors, especially on defense. So, uh, what are what's the defense looking like for next year? What are your expectations for them? Um, gonna be really young. Um, I know for sure we're gonna have three guys with a lot of experience: me, Bailey Vance, and Seku. Um, I just I think it's gonna take a little bit to kind of get everybody to step up and kind of realize like we don't have any uh, we don't have Brady to step we don't have Gabe we don't have Lincoln or Dane like it's our turn like we have to make the plays now and we can't rely on anyone else and if people are going to step up they're going to step up and some of them are going to fall behind so now we're going to take it over to our offensive lineman District Panier so I interviewed Clint a couple times this year and he really gave the offensive line like a lot of credit for like what he was able to do. So like, what was it like being able to block for a guy like Clint? Clint's my dog, you know, <laughs> day in and day out. Love that dude. Uh, I practice every day. He's with us 90% of the time. So, uh, yeah, I know Clint pretty well, and it's fun to block for him. So what were your like, individual goals going into the season? Rush for over... Get Clint over a thousand yards. It did happen. Uh, try to lead the state in rushing yards. We're gonna get that done. But I mean, just to dominate the run game overall, rely on us, and we don't we don't need the pass game. We can just stick to the run. So like going, it's like getting hurt like in the like later end of the season. Like what was like that first thought like? that came to your head, like, when you did go down? Uh, I mean, it just, it hurt pretty bad, but, like, it wasn't that bad, so I knew I was going to be able to come back a little bit later on, but it, it sucked. But, I mean, it was a good stretch to miss because we didn't play the best teams besides, <laughs> besides, besides St. X. That was a bad one to miss. But, uh... It sucked to miss all that time, but it was fun to get back and get the ring. Yeah. So, I'm going to take it back to Brady now. So, what would you say makes a good long snapper? And, like, why is a long snapper, like, really important, like, to have? Uh, well, I think, luckily for me, I played another position, so I could get down. I could get down there and cover and try to make the returner either fair catch it or make a tackle if he didn't want to fair catch it. Because, uh... I'm not the fastest guy, but I got a little bit more speed than just guys that just long snap. So it's, it's, a, it's pretty good there. And if I need to block, I can stay in. And I'm quick with my steps to get back. So if I need to do that and stay in and help, if they're bringing a big rush, and I can do that too. So, Luke, you were also a primary holder for Mr. J.D. Maddox when he, when he got oh, in. Yeah, yeah. What was it like, you know, placing down those kicks and making sure that the laces were out for him? Um, yeah, holding, holding stuff like that, especially when you got a guy like Brady, you put it on the 
Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso fan. So he, he loves Blair on the ball. <laughs> so we're going to bring it back to Gabe now. So Gabe, what was it? This was a down year, like statistically, but because you, you had a lot more like depth at like different positions, and you still had a lot of interceptions. Like, what was it like having that good of a secondary this season? On being able to like be like locked down and like force other quarterbacks to like make bad decisions. Uh, it was way more fun this year. It was way more turnovers this year, and we could tighten up the coverage because I knew that we always had help over top. So it was awesome. Like always, just like even if we looked a step behind. We always had a safety playing deep over the top. Mm-hmm. So when Drew, when Mr. Waffle House, Dane Morrow, when he went down with his suspend, when he got suspended because of some interesting like turn of events that happened, what was like the energy going into like that second half, like when he had just gotten ejected from the game? Uh, that second half, mainly we were just like everybody play smart, just play through the whistle because. Things were starting to get chippy, uh, and we knew that Ford had to go out there and play. So, I mean, we trusted him. I mean, it's not like he, we were playing the greatest competition that game either. So, mm-hmm. so you know, losing to Santa X twice in a row, like going into that third and final game of your career, how much more, like, did you guys, like, put in that week to, like, make sure you weren't going to go out, like, with a loss against them, like, at Cardinal? Yeah, we were for sure. We were coming off uh, lost the mail, so we were even more fired up. But we knew that we had the talent to beat them. I don't know if we knew that we were going to beat them that bad, but we knew going into it that we should still win that game. And it meant a lot more knowing that it's your senior year. And it could have been our last one against them, so I know we saw the seniors were fired up for sure. So it's not like, it's not like a question for all of you, but like, you know, Coach Cobby, it was obviously under a little bit of fire coming into the season because, like, those last two years were obviously, like, not up to Trinity standard. But, like, how good did it feel to finally, like, get Coach Cobb that, that ring that as a head coach this time? It's not his first ring. Like, his first one as a head coach. Uh, it was a great feeling. He pretty much been there all year. And he, able, we were able to do that for him, get the job done with him. Yeah, he's a guy that had our backs ever since we were sophomores. And so we really just wanted to return the favor and make sure that everybody shut up about this Coach Cobb's a terrible coach thing because they don't know anything and we know that he's a great coach. And so we really wanted to get him this ring and I'm happy we did. Yeah, it just felt good to know that we finished the job after like back to the mail game when there was people in the stands screaming like, you're done, you're getting fired, get someone else and we go and we beat St. X and everybody was back on his side and then we finished it out. Mm-hmm. So I think this year the bracket was a little one-sided. Uh, was there uh, was there anyone you guys would have wanted in state? Uh, man. Mail. 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 You know, I was... Yeah. I kind of figured mail. Definitely would have liked to play them again. We weren't happy the way we played them the first time, so another shot would have been fun. Marshall Stadium this year, just come back. <laughs> so, Luke, are you going to play football anywhere else, or is your football career wraps? Uh, I don't know. I'm still weighing my options out. We'll have to see how this offseason goes and see where my head's at with it. 
Are you gonna take Mark wherever you like go? Like wherever you go, is Mark gonna go? <laughs> That's a duo. It's a package duo. He's going to film. Yeah. Nine one one dial Mark. He's always there. <laughs> So, you know, like, this being, like, your guys' senior year, like, were you guys happy with the support, like, with, like, turnout that you guys got at games, or would, did you expect, like, a little more, like, turnout from fans, like, at each game? I thought the turnouts were pretty good. The student sections were always rocking. You could, you could hear some of the things they were saying. I don't want to single anyone out, but uh, Andrew Solsnowski, <laughs> that kid, yeah, he would, he would get in the opponent's heads, that's for sure saying some things that probably can't be repeated <laughs> but uh, yeah I love the turnout it was always a great atmosphere and everybody was cheering loud so we knew we had we knew we had the 12th man the sideline on our side uh, yeah. shout out Lincoln Mitchell mm-hmm. yeah this year at um, the first semester game was the largest Trinity student session ever recorded like we had three whole sessions filled up with a bunch of Screaming teenagers is awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'd say the games that we needed the most, they showed out for it. Like, it doesn't really affect us when we're not playing better competition, but like, the perfect ugliest in the same actually, whenever we're playing in the playoffs, having them very loud is a lot more. And as you saw in the state game, Carson Marlin, Tim Brown, <laughs> they got their fair share. They help us win those games 100%. I think, I think it shows when we first played Frederick Douglass on that Saturday, there was nobody there compared to when we played in the playoffs in the past. We need it next year. So you got, you, you two go to Bryan Station, then to Frederick Douglass to open the season next year. So that should be a pretty interesting first two games to start the year. Yeah. Um, like I said, we're going to be young, but I mean, Got to grow up. I mean, just got to figure it out. Yeah, we'll get it done. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna, gonna we're gonna we're gonna take care of business as usual. Um, the defenders, we uh, we gotta we gotta get some we gotta get that taste out of our mouths over there. Yeah, so we got uh, bad rap when we go down there. So, man, I I still love the. The career journal posts from the state game. I do. I think they're awesome. I was reading through them the other day, uh, sitting in uh, sitting in physics, and I mean it's just. It, I mean it, I know y'all preached it, and it, it just goes to show. But like, the student sections this year, awesome. they were like nothing else. Yeah. I mean, Even lacrosse. The Frederick Douglass game. Oh, I mean, I, I mean going back to that first game, I think that game's Friday night. We win that. Y'all game. are taking them. Yeah. I think y'all are taking them a hundred percent. You play on Friday night, but I mean, from the, like the lacrosse standpoint, I've said this before. A lot of those games, I guess you know, it's Kentucky lacrosse. It's not the biggest thing in the world. No one really comes to the games, but I mean, we play St. X anywhere we go. I mean, there's guys there, and you can tell the difference in the game a hundred percent. But I think that's just one. I mean, that's the big thing with Trinity, though. It's that we understand rivalry. We understand these big games. Like people are going to get there and. Whether you like the people on the team or not, you're gonna cheer your ass off for them. So Luke, um, if you follow Luke on TikTok, you obviously he's quite the chef, making some some dishes such as hardtack and commissionary stew. 
What like what goes into like making dishes like that and like making them quality and like good to eat? Oh uh, well, I always have my co chef with me, Carson Waddle. Uh, we we do it back and forth, but it's always fun. Cook, you always have to have a good meal before a game, so <laughs> cooking is a big part of that. It's a big part of my prep. What's your favorite thing to cook? Uh, spaghetti, probably. You make good spaghetti. Yeah, I like spaghetti. So, do you like spaghetti, Carter? I do like spaghetti. <laughs> so, you guys have any questions for us? This your time. It's your turn to ask us any questions you guys got. Yeah, um, Wick, uh, are you excited for the upcoming lacrosse season? Oh yeah. On the topic of sports. Yeah, I think I think we've we've got a good group this year. Um, last year, I think was probably like uh, numbers wise and people's wise is probably our best chance to win state. But that was I mean that's an that was an incredible Saint X team. Just the guys that had those seniors, they were amazing. But at the same time, our seniors, Andrew Welch, Chandler Newton, Jack McCarron, Robbie Lindsay, I mean, those are all a bunch of dogs. They're all just a bunch of guys that can go out there and they're going to play as hard as they can. Um, this year will be rough. We lost a lot of defense. We're a lot of defense. Um, so we're going to be young. We've got some decent freshmen coming in still. They're a little shaky. Um, but there's a couple of guys coming in that I think they're starting to get a feel for it. And we just got to get them used to varsity ball, get them out of that grade school, yeah. that grade school mindset. And I think we'll be good. Grow up a little bit, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think we'll be good. All right. Uh, Carter Haas, um, January, whatever, at St. X. Um, we're Bellingham. 24 seconds left on the clock. We have the ball. Dre Master calls you on the court. There's a wet spot. How are you feeling? <laughs> What no, is, man, it's your like, emotions? you just gotta, like, control yourself. It's like, you know, you have all the student section screaming your name, like, because you can't get rattled under pressure, man. It's like, because you have to just, you know, three three mops, run off the floor. Like, you just gotta, like, <laughs> get in there and do your job, man. It's like, it's like what Dre does. It's like, he gets in there, he'll drop 40, goes home, plays Fortnite, gets the job done. It's like... Stand on business, would you say? Yeah, stand on business. Uh, Carter, I have a few. Are you gonna... Carry on the Money Man legacy next year. I think I will carry on the Money Man legacy <laughs> now that Luke is gone because someone's got to carry on that legacy, and I think I've learned in Luke's ways from like how to keep it lemon and just how to like <laughs> his cooking has taught me, and I think I can just carry on that legacy. What was it like for y'all in the student section? It was. It was fun. I mean, there were a lot of times where we all fell to the ground because we tackled each other a lot of the time. Um, our disciplinarians were kind of lame at times. <laughs> they would always yell at us, especially in that second game against San X, where we could not say anything to a lot of people in yellow. We got in yelled at. But I will say, being able to run that Instagram for y'all was actually, like, really fun to like be on the field at times like just film some games and stuff like that it was all just like some really fun stuff just like to help promote you guys as a team and just get it out there you did a good job on that Instagram thanks man happy birthday Clint Sansbury by the way first line out wide you got you look across from me against Caleb Rex. 
Oh, yeah. We all know he's an ankle tackler as it is, so I'm just going to hit him on a post corner, toe tap sideline. <laughs> I'm going to hit it with a. <laughs> like, I'm like, I might not look like the fastest, but like, I'll be able to use my physicality and just like, you know, get around him and then be able to. He'll be diving on my ankles by the time the ball's already there. You going to rip the slugger out? Are we thinking the flying burrito with the chops? Oh yeah, the flying burrito <laughs> with the chops. Put me on special teams, and if he's if he's down there, bro, it's over. Adam, I got a scenario for you. Let's hear it. What if you're uh, playing defensive back and uh, you're lined up against J.C. Wilson? What are the results? I mean, we've seen it before. I mean, I'm running through his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of football, um, any chance you join the football team again? Ooh, I don't know. Uh, I know uh, Crut, Desensi, and Ford, they tell me every single day, they're like, listen, Alex, senior year, you got to make the comeback. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're still, we're still, we're on a line right now. We don't know about that one quite yet. What, what position did you play? Well, outside linebacker. Freshman year, baby. <laughs> Coach Surface is my damn nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget Antoine tried to play tight end for the first two weeks. And I would get chewed out by surface because I couldn't keep Tuan on the line. And I would look at him and I was like, Tuan would like get outside of me. I was like, I mean, I don't know what you want me to do. It's triple my size. So, JC, you finally broke the tie with Johnny Leith for touchdown receptions. Because you were tied one-to-one for freshman year. You finally broke the tie. How did that feel to break that tie? Um... Honestly, considering we were down 34 nothing at Center Grove, didn't really feel like I even scored a touchdown. But, I mean, it was cool, you know. I'm one catch, one touchdown, no drops. So, I'm 100%. I don't know what else to say. Gabe, who would you say was the biggest clown on the team? The guy that, like, kept everyone most, like, laughing, having fun, like, on the bus rides? Um, I did um, ask him in an interview what he thought about you. One word to describe you? Cute. Yeah, that sounds a lot like him. I'm not sure where he stands with that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> nice I mean, he's got the speed. He's got to learn how to tackle. But, I mean, if he wants to grow up, he definitely could. Yeah. I mean, I think Will is like, he has that baseball like center, like that outfielder speed just be able to like, Read I, like I feel like if he get able to read a defense, he might be able to like have a good role. But like that's a if for him. I've had it in class a couple times. So if that happens, then so Brady, if you follow Coach Fox on Twitter, he was very happy when you finally got an interception that you didn't drop in the say next game. How did that feel to be able to finally pull one in and just? Well, junior year I didn't even. I didn't have a single pick, and it was kind of demoralizing. <laughs> and taking it all the way to the playoffs, but I mean, if it was going to happen in any two games, I would have wanted it to be the San X game and the Frederick Douglass game, because those were two big games. And he didn't want to stick to you. No. Damn it. But yeah, it was 
two really good games to get one. So I was happy about that. What about your iconic pick six? Sophomore year. No, right off the gate. Just yeah. I was with me and BK in the student section. We see Brady Macaulay fight your gloves. I was like, right was, through. It was a little scary, obviously. It was my first game, so I didn't know like would I be able to hang with these guys and then that kind of boosted my confidence a little bit, so that was really nice to have. Does your is your go to like add like plus ten intimidator factor like <laughs> yeah. on the field? It totally does. It gives me Gives me like 15 years in age, so I, I wasn't shaving until we won state. So now it might go soon, but yeah. it has. Anything takes ten dollars. <laughs> Have you ever eaten it? And yeah, he's got a loosey pull in there sometimes. Um, yeah. I, have I have a question for you, Brady. <clears throat> you said on multiple occasions that you want to take Brady's cheeks and shake them. What's the yeah. What's the He lives right down there. Bailey's a very cute kid. Stud, too. Great player. I think when Brady saw the old district graphic come out, I think he was very excited to see Bailey on it, too. Very, very excited. Yes. Yeah, he's a fan, though. Love that kid. So, the tackling leaders came out, and Robert Morrow was number one in tackles on the team. Was that, and then I think you had 71. And then Drew Davis had 82. So how did it feel that you were third on the team and you couldn't catch up with some of your boys? I mean, yeah, it would have been nice to be up there at the number one or the number two spot, but I think I made up for it with sacks and you did. You did lead the team in 13 and a half tackles for loss. Yeah, so that was nice. I think I think that kind of makes up for it a little bit. But yeah, I would have liked to see a little bit more tackles on the board for sure. Mm-hmm. So JC, it's third down. You got, you hear Coach Fox screaming about a reverse play coming. What, what's going through your mind at the last scrimmage? Um, honestly, I mean, we had timeout before that play, didn't we? Or were we just on the field? But I just I just knew some some tricky was coming. We were waiting on it all game, and uh, honestly, like if you if you watch the film, I was kind of just like sitting back over there, like the whole the entire play was going to the right side of the field, and I started just kind of like jogging, like I wasn't even running, and then I saw him coming back, and like I told the news, I, I was like, oh there it is, and I know in my head, I was like, oh fuck, if I don't get this like done, and like I sped up and I grabbed him and I held on to him by like the grace of God because I just threw him, and then luckily he didn't. Put a hand down and get back up and keep going. And that was a fumble, too. And then me, Brady, and Drew all looked like idiots trying to get the ball. It took us about 30 seconds to recover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank God you got injured. I think our last hope was Brady and I, I wasn't Brady. I had a knee pursuit angle, I did. I think I would have got <laughs> I think I actually would have got juked out of my shoes. But, <laughs> but yeah. just the thought that counts that I was there. Mm-hmm. It's the thought that counts. Would, would Coach Cobb say it's the thought that counts? If you miss that tackle, no, no <laughs> not at all. Yeah, I, uh, I think it would have been benched for the rest of my career if I didn't. Could be worse. You could let up like three wheel routes. 
Yeah, it's true. Sophomore year, never forget. Ever. Never, ever forget. Coach Cal, we go down to Cincy St. X. We're 0 6. And we're about to win the game against the number 10 team in the nation. And guy runs a wheel route that I was supposed to be covering and he takes it for a touchdown. And Coach Cobb made sure he found me on the sideline and said, uh, if we lose this game, I want you to know it's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> so if we lost that game, I don't think I would have ever shown my face at training again. <laughs> Tell McLaughlin saved your, saved your life, I guess. Yeah, yeah he did. Big time. But you were the long snapper of that, right? I so like, was that like your most like important long snap of your career? Absolutely, <laughs> by far. So, not lose that game. so do, you, do you have any offers right now from any schools for like for being a linebacker or long snapping currently? No, not, not really. But I mean, I'm working on getting some film together and getting it out to a bunch of different coaches, and I guess we'll see where the wind blows. Mhm. So Gabe, on one of your Instagram captions, you said. If I um, if I wanted children, I'd have my own. What do you mean by that? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, if I wanted plenty of children, I'd have my own. I was just saying like, Colin said that a bunch of little kids. If I wanted plenty of kids, I'd have my own. <laughs> just get my point across. Yeah. So like, who was the team that you guys just like, like, you hated playing against the most? Like, like the dirtiest players or just like. The biggest like D bags that you guys just hated like playing against. I'd say for the first game against Frederick. Yeah, yeah, it was a rough game. You guys hate Charles with us that one. Hate Charles with the head jerks. The line definitely got a little bit chippy, a little handsy. Yeah, I think they just thought that was something to prove coming up from five A, but they can't hang with the big dogs. It's just I'd say I'd say I don't think it was as bad the second game. Um, I feel like we just got after them. They, they quit all that shit. So. Mm-hmm. so, Luke, you had um, two touchdowns against St. X. How, and there was an iconic photo of you flipping off the crowd. Were you lucky that you did not get jugged from Randy? <laughs> uh, I don't think I flipped off the crowd. I, I, I wore a shirt with it. <laughs> <laughs> No comment. Well, so I think that's going to wrap up this episode of the Uncensored Podcast. I'm Carter Haas. I'm Adam Michael. Brady McEnany. Gabe Mingus. Luke Sasser. JC Wilson. Boy, can I? Thank you for listening.